We need to make the decision. We need to decide, I will do them no more. If you don't decide it, you're going to do them. Guarantee it. Because it's that battle, the flesh against the spirit. The spirit against the flesh, and they're contrary to one another. You have a choice. Let me tell you something this morning. You have a choice. You can either draw nigh to the world, or you can draw nigh to God. I mean, that's your choice. As a born-again believer, you have that choice. And I want you to understand, as a believer, you can still draw nigh to the flesh. You can still draw nigh to the world. You can still draw nigh to the old man. And you're going to, if you don't make the choice. You know, the Bible says, draw nigh to God and He'll draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. Draw nigh to God. You have to do it on purpose. On purpose. Do you, know, do you know this morning, whether you just woke up or you woke up by your alarm or you woke up by your kid or you woke up by your dog licking your face, what, however you woke up this morning, when you got out of bed, you got out of bed on purpose. You could have chose to stay in bed. Can I tell you, people all over America today, I'm talking about saved and lost, decided to stay in bed today. They chose to stay in bed. They chose to get up and come to church. They chose to go to work. They chose, whatever they chose, they chose it on purpose. The things we choose, we must choose them on purpose. We are coming home. Listen, we left late to go up to Pennsylvania. We're going to drive as far as we can. Let me tell you something. As far as we can, I don't care if I'm driving while I'm sleeping. I'm getting past Washington. I'm not stopping before Washington. So we drove. Well, 95, just lovely. They're always doing road construction on 95. Always doing road construction on 95. It's 1230 at night, 1 o'clock in the morning. I'm in stopped traffic. Oh my goodness. I mean, I would just rather just 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 put a bullet in me. I, I just I cannot stay. You know, you know how bad I am in traffic. And some of you say, oh well, you got your own thing, so don't talk to me. I, you got your thing, I got mine, okay? And so we're in this we're in this stop track. We finally get to where we're going. We stay the night and, and get up and go the rest of the day. And I said, coming home. I said, listen to me. I don't care if it takes an extra six hours. We're going around Baltimore and Washington. So we came down and we took whatever road it was, 81 or whatever it was, and came and went like this, shoot, all the way around, and then got back on 95. And did it take us time, extra time? Yes. Did I have to sit in traffic? No. Now, there was still bad traffic. You can't, just can't get out of it. But it wasn't stop traffic. And you know what I did? I didn't do that by accident. I did it on purpose. So I'm going around those cities because they're so terrible. I mean, the traffic is crazy. It doesn't matter if it's 1 o'clock in the morning or 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Construction's going on all the time. I mean, people, let me tell you something, people are nuts. They're nuts. When you're driving up 95 and you're doing 100 miles an hour, and there's somebody backing down the road... Because they missed their exit? 
Now, now they're over there in the bike lane or whatever that is, you know, whatever that, that's right. But they're, they're going back, and I'm going, there's trucks driving, you know, driving. Somebody's going to die. I mean, it's crazy. So I went around it, and I did it on purpose. Everything I've done today, I've done on purpose. When I got up this morning and read my Bible, I didn't trip and trip into my Bible and say, oh, you know, I guess I'll read my Bible today. No, I got up and on purpose, I read my Bible today. On purpose, I study. On purpose, I do. Everything we do, we do on purpose. And if you don't put the old man away every day, I need thee. Lily just sang it this morning. I need every hour I need thee. We need him constantly. You don't understand, preacher. I put the old man away on Sunday. You're going to wait until next Sunday? I don't know about you, but I need to put them away on Monday, too. And, t- and Monday afternoon. And Monday night. And Tuesday morning. And Tuesday afternoon. And Tuesday before supper time. And, right? Because if you don't decide, let me tell you what will happen. The old man will overwhelm you. He'll overwhelm you. And then pretty soon, you're, you're in a position that you never knew. It's like kind of... It's kind of like having a leak, right? So we have our um, air conditioner in the ceiling at our house, probably like most of you do. Well, something happened, and something happened to the pan, and, and, um, and the line got clogged. And then the little sensor didn't go off, and the pan overflowed. And so it started dripping. Well, then it drips into your ceiling. And then you get this mark. See, you know, you know what I'm talking about. You're shaking your head. Probably it just happened or it happened in your lifetime. And so you got this mark and it starts dripping on the floor. When I saw it, when I first saw it, I, I did not say, oh, man, I'm going to go finish my show. I'm going to eat my supper. I'm going to study my Bible a little bit. Get in the recliner. I just don't want to deal with it right now. I'm just going to let it go. It'll be fine. What will happen? The drip will get bigger and bigger. The spot on your ceiling will get bigger and bigger. And guess what? Things begin to get affected. Maybe you've not done that, but maybe you didn't know it was dripping. Right? And boy, it it drips for a long time or something happens for a long time. And then a whole big old section's affected. Why? Because if you do not put away it will overwhelm you and overcome you. Do you know how many people are overwhelmed by the, by the old man and they're just grumpy all the time? They complain all the time? I'll get to, listen, if we're in the car together, boy, I want to tell you, it aggravates the fire out of me. But I'll get, I'll get I mean, I get, I get upset at people. I mean, I just get upset at people. I mean, you... Your license should be taken away. You're so stupid. That's what I'm saying. And I look over this person, I'm thinking to myself, ain't no wonder you can't drive. I mean, and I just go on. And you know, Wendy starts, this is what drives me crazy. Wendy will start singing a song. It's like, I don't want to hear that song. You know, she'll start, grace, grace, God's grace. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I know all about it. You know what she's saying very, very, very politely? The old man is overwhelming you. It's getting you. 
and you're going to, listen, you're going to, and they're out there. Have you seen them? Seen them on the road? I mean, they're out there. You've seen them in the restaurants. I mean, you've seen, and let me tell you, I'm talking about Christians. I'm not talking about the lost. I'm talking about people that claim to be born again. We get overwhelmed because we don't put away. Look what he says in verse number 2. 1 Peter chapter 2, in verse number 2. He says, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that you might grow thereby. Do you see? We're going to talk a little bit more about it tonight. But do you see that the putting away comes before the growing? The decision, you're never going to grow if you're living like you've always lived. You know what this definition of insanity is? The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. It's the definition of insanity. I mean, if you put something together and you put it together wrong, and you get the same thing and put it together the same way, it's going to be wrong again. Very first time. Have you ever put a bookshelf together? I've put a few bookshelves together. I put this bookshelf together. It doesn't take a rocket science to put a bookshelf together. Well, I've got one bookshelf. One bookshelf out of the however many I have in my offices. One bookshelf I have that the screws are upside down. So the one shelf that's stationary, you could, you could see the... Because I, I didn't follow the instructions and I put it, put it upside down. Let me tell you something. The next shelf I did... I did it right. You know why I did it right? Because I put away doing the wrong way and did it the right way. Do you understand that concept? It's for every area of our lives. I mean, if you, if you, if you get a check and you get that check for the week and you spend, 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 and at the end of the week you have no money left, you probably should change something. Because if the next week you get the same check and it's no more money and you do the same thing, you're going to be out of money again. It's just the way it works. And if you live the same way, week after week, day after day, month after month, and you change nothing, you don't put away the malice, you don't put away the envying, you don't put away the jealousy, you don't put away, you don't put away those things, then you're going to be the same person you are right now. Put it away and decide. You know what? Let me tell you what Joshua said. You know what he said? That's for me and my house. Hey, listen to me. I can't do nothing about your house. You do whatever you want to do with your house. But as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. You know what he did, made that decision on? Purpose. Right? He made it on purpose. Moses, give him a choice. He draws a line in the sand and says, okay, who's on the Lord's side? You can choose. You can decide. You have to live with the consequences, but you can decide if you want to be blessed, if you want grace, if you want God's blessings, if you want all these things in your life, that there's some things that have to be put away. You have to decide, this is how I'm going to live my life. And I'm going to do it on purpose. Let's bow our heads for prayer. This morning, our heads are bowed, eyes are closed. We're going to talk about tonight.
some of the practical ways that we can live our lives by putting away these different things we find here in 1 Peter chapter 2. But you have to make a decision. You have to decide. Let me ask you this this morning. Are you saved? Do you know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior? I'm not asking you this morning if you're a good person. I'm not asking you if you've been baptized or confirmed. I'm not asking you if you go to church. I'm asking you this morning what John chapter 3 says, Are you born again? Do you have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ? You say, preacher, I'm not sure I'm saved. I'm not sure if I'd die right now, I'd go to heaven to be with God, and I'm concerned about that. Would you pray for me? Slip your hand up this morning and right back down, and I'll pray for you. I'm not sure about it, preacher, but I need to be, and I want to be. Please remember me in your prayers. Is there one? What a blessing. What an honor. What a privilege it is to know that our sins have been forgiven. That we are a child of God. We are heirs and joint heirs with Jesus Christ. It's time, church, that we stop acting like the world. That we stop living like the world. That we stop talking like the world. It's time that we put away the flesh. Put away the old man. Listen to me this morning. Put away the things that aren't working. Now, understand this. You have the Holy Spirit living in your life. If you got saved, the Holy Spirit indwells you and lives inside of you. You can't put the Holy Spirit in your life. The Holy Spirit was put in your life when you got saved. The question isn't if you have the Holy Spirit. The question is, does the Holy Spirit have you? Be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled, Ephesians 5.18 says, with the Spirit. Be filled with the Spirit. Being filled with the Spirit saying no to sin. Being filled with the Spirit is putting away that old man. And living in the newness of life that God gave us when we got saved. Let's stand together, head bowed, eyes closed, to instruments playing this morning, a invitation. Can I invite you to come?